Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Hello, besties. And so we have come together today for a quick stand-up meeting. We have to do an emergency huddle because we have a hot topic. Now, I don't even know what the hot topic is. Ashley and Jamie reached out to me. And so, Ashley, do you want to kick us off? What's the emergency? And I hope it's a real one because last time you pulled us together uh, to ban microwaving fish in the office, which we all agree with. We absolutely will do that. I'm allergic anyway. Hate carrying the EpiPen in my back pocket. So, Ashley, what's going on now from a hot topic perspective? Well, yeah, I think solving the fish in the microphone was helpful after I put the EpiPen um, in your ass. But Jamie, you learn not to do that anymore. So whatever <laughs> whatever it, it takes, um, now it's on the popcorn. Um, so this week on LinkedIn, there was some conversation on, on LinkedIn, which you know, there's nothing like a riveting oh, LinkedIn God. drama. Mm-hmm. Um, but the drama was really around the idea of the open to work circle on LinkedIn. Oh, yes. And the drama was that um, a recruiter was coming out pretty hard or a couple of them saying, do not do that. And one person was calling it the worst feature ever to exist on social media, uh, which I think we could think of some others. But the question is, if you are open to work and on LinkedIn putting that circle, does that reek of desperation as some recruiters are saying it does? First off, I'd like to say that I think the worst thing on social was when Facebook did the it's complicated status. (laughs) Do you remember that? Like everyone was using that, but it's like, is it really complicated or are you just like trying to be cute or whatnot? Um, Like you just want attention. (laughs) Or you could have the poke. Do you remember the poke? Or the poke. poke. Oh my God. The poke was like, I mean... It was oh, like a that was like son. preparation to have kids for me of like it's oh like it was God. like the equivalent of like mommy 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 that's how um, guys with the back, flirted. The back and forth yeah it's like the thanks the reply all the original reply all was the Facebook poke it was so unnecessary I block that I block the poke oh my God or oh ooh, I forgot this one MySpace do you remember when we yes. raided our friends every day and then passive aggressively like switched their order when one of them pissed us off like remember trying to keep up on that. I still do that today. It's just in the form of text, just to remind them (laughs) where they stand in line with me. It's it's a good point. It's a good point. Or you'd have the music on MySpace, and it would be very jarring. Where it would pop up, and um, it would be blasting at you. You totally get in trouble at work for having the speakers gone awry. But um, oh my gosh! So now we've evolved, right, to the to the open to work, open to work uh, on LinkedIn. (laughs) Yeah. Now we are open to work, open to work shaming. And so, what do we think, guys? 
I personally don't have an issue with it. And I don't think it reeks of desperation. No. I, finding a job in in this time, during this time in 2023 is so difficult. Mm-hmm. So many people have been laid off. Um, I don't... I. I think it's if it's just a simple thing to add to your photo, uh, I don't think it reeks of desperation. And if it helps, just do it. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I mean, don't we love that level of transparency? It's what we crave from employers. So when you have a candidate literally saying, hey, I'm available, doesn't that make the recruiter's job easier, the hiring manager's job easier? I mean, uh, so to me... To say that that reeks of desperation really comes from a place of privilege where obviously you have probably not been in that position of being laid off or fired or, you know, whatever, restructured out of a job or, you know, you are just open to work because you took a break and who cares what that gap is in your resume, right? I talk about that a lot, you know? So to me, how is that desperate? I'm like, thank you for being honest, candid, open, vulnerable, uh, you know, approachable, all of those things is that's what we want in candidates right i mean if that's the culture you're shooting for so if someone's saying that it tells you the type of culture they work at and so to me that'd be a red flag if someone is bitching Mm -hmm. about that it's like oh i'm not going to work there that's not a place for me where empathy doesn't matter understanding doesn't matter because if you've been unemployed before boy you're desperate to eat and for (laughs) shelter Right. Exactly. I Dude, mean, come on. I'm gonna put this little thing on my on my profile picture that just says "open to work," and you're gonna judge me shame and me? not. Yeah, you're gonna shame me and not even maybe review my resume. Get out of here with that shit. Aren't you trying to fill jobs? What I, the hell? <laughs> well, this is my. Here's my 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 issue with it is one for so a recruiter and what they're saying, what they say in the article to give, to give a deeper dive uh, into what they're saying is two things is one, the most attractive candidates aren't looking for a job. So you gotta, you gotta go and hunt them. And those are the real attractive ones. And my thoughts on that are, okay, recruiter, have you seen the situation when um, you have a candidate, if you have someone that's open to work and that is like, they're getting ready, they're telling all of their family and friends about this job. They're, you know, mm-hmm. they're nervous, they're preparing, they care about, it. You have someone that's not, and they all, how do you know that they're not going to be using you for a counteroffer of their current job? And so even as a recruiter, if you're not caring about other people, which I'm assuming by going public with uh, shaming people for advertising their open status, um, you probably are very self-interested. Your self-interest should be to place a candidate that's going to accept the job and stay there and not accept it and then be like, just kidding. Um, now I got, you know, 20K more at my, my, current, my current employer. So it seems very short-sighted on the part of recruiters. But also on the flip side of that, I totally agree. This level of transparency. And when you're in that position right now, there's so many people and I've talked to people that have been laid off and frequently they say, oh, I I feel so embarrassed. And I say, like, think, give yourself the advice you would tell a friend. And would you ever tell a friend you should be embarrassed for losing your job, especially in the economy with the lab? And so that level of transparency and putting it out there, the one thing I'd have, because in, in our podcast, we do want it to be um, enter- entertaining, which hopefully everyone agrees. But but the, but the the learning part of it is the one thing I think candidates can do is when you have open to work and you do that post, some of those posts can go Absolutely. viral and you can see yep. people on LinkedIn or platforms that mm-hmm. have gotten jobs. But rather than saying, you know, this is it, having the more general, think specifically about how you can be top of mind for somebody else and talking about your mm-hmm. your specific mm-hmm. skill sets. This is it. So putting more information in that post where you talk about it, embarrassment should be the complete opposite. There should be should be support. And so I was horrified to see these. I know. 
Isn't that the point? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's literally a networking platform, right? I mean, that's what that's what it sells itself as. I think sometimes it's, you know, for egos, uh, you know, and, and we get some funny posts, right? And here's one. Um, but uh, absolutely, you know, I think, you know, another learning here, you know, from employers or if you're a hiring manager is to respect candidates and especially those in talent acquisition. I mean, 99%, right? I mean, that's their bread and butter is working with candidates. Uh, our recruiters, so thankful for them. They do incredible work. That's like a 24-7, 365 type of job. Right. Finding the right people for the right roles at the right time. And we're grateful for them, you know. And so I think that approaching candidates with respect and dignity at all times, uh, recognizing that people are different. Right. So some people, they may not want to share that uh, because how for whatever reason and their experiences and how they were raised, who knows. Right. But then you have folks that they want that to be vulnerable and they really need that work. And so any way they can sell themselves or they're going to do it. And LinkedIn has that option. I think we respect that and appreciate the transparency, vulnerability, and approachability of those candidates, right? Exactly. And definitely not shame them. Shame them for putting a little circle around a profile pic. Oh my gosh, you know? Yeah. And they talked They talked in the post about, oh, from a psychological standpoint, well, then if you have that, they know that you're looking. So that's probably the only offer you're getting. So you're going to accept less pay. And the flip to that I have, and Jamie, I love your, your thought, is 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 again we touched on this on a prior episode is this issue of who should be talking about pay first and frequently employers are asking the candidate like mm-hmm. what's your what's your paid range yeah. but employers are the mm-hmm. one with the knowledge and the market and the and mm-hmm. ideally which so many don't think about they think of it's like the capture the, the capture the fish get that candidate well then 10 months from now they're they're leaving because you've underpaid them and so if employers would have more of this long term mindset Absolutely. then they'd be less frustrated when they're like oh shoot this person's leaving now we got to give them that counter offer And so if you think strategically and think, I'm going to have this person, this person is, they're out of a job, they're going to be grateful. This is not the time to take advantage of of people um, because that is something that will obviously come to fruition. But Jamie, thoughts about compensation uh, in that aspect? Yeah, y'all know my thoughts is I... (laughs) I think that it should be one of the first questions you ask a candidate to make sure that you're not wasting not only their time, but your own time. Um, Also, it should be on the job posting. I have to tell you a little secret. I've always been super self-conscious about my thin hair until I started using Vegamore. I always try to do the right thing by my body. So when it comes to my hair and scalp health, finding a product that actually works and is made with clean ingredients always seems like a trade-off. But with Vegamore, I get products that are made with clean ingredients and give me visibly healthier hair and scalp. I'm able to have visibly fuller, thicker, shinier, and longer hair without all the harsh ingredients. In every cute pink bottle of Vegamore, products are 100% cruelty-free and never formulated with potentially harmful chemicals like parabens or hormones. What's even better is Vegamore's value kits like the Grow Essentials Kit. You get to try more than one amazing product at a great savings. When you sign up for the monthly subscription, you save more and you never run low on products. You need to take care of your hair. The key, obviously, is consistency in your routine for your most beautiful, healthy-looking hair. I use Vegamore Grow Hair Serum daily on my hair and scalp, and they are flourishing. I also opted for the Grow Origins Kit as well with the Brow and Lash Serum because I'm trying to get, like, Bestie Lee's eyelash status. Also, I don't know about you guys, but I can tell you my brows have still not recovered since the late 90s over tweezing. 
Fun fact, Vegamore sells one bottle of Grow Serum every 15 seconds on their website. That's how good this stuff is. So give your hair the power of the little pink bottle with Vegamore. For a limited time, HR Bestie listeners are getting 20% off their first order by going to vegamore.com slash besties. Use code besties at checkout. That's Vegamore, V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash besties, code besties to save 20% off your first order. That's V-E-G-A-M-O-U-R dot com slash besties, code besties. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Now we all carry around different stressors, big and small. And some of us wear our emotions on our sleeve and some of us not so much. But regardless, when we keep all of those stressors bottled up, it can start to affect us and those around us negatively. Therapy. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. Now, this is especially important for those besties out there that work in HR or perhaps are a people leader, manager, boss, because people be people and don't they? (laughs) They really do. And so you need to make sure you have an outlet to share so that you can thrive. If you're thinking of starting therapy, why not give BetterHelp a try? It's entirely online, so it's completely designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash hrbesties today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash HR besties. Stay well, besties. Pay transparency. Yeah, pay transparency. Everywhere. Not where it's required. Don't pay. Don't go and pay your law. Having, having been a lawyer, do not go and pay some, you know, first year associate who's Googling all of these things. What states is it required to have the pay transparency? Have it, provide it everywhere so you're mm-hmm. not bibbity bobbity booing where you're providing that and have that across the board and also have realistic and what that looks like to be at the different levels of ranges. And my friend, you will go viral for the right reasons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. You won't have me blasting you on humorous resources for your <laughs> zero to 200 fifty thousand for an HR generalist position. Uh, which which pause. Um Jamie hit uh, a million followers on yeah. resources on her Instagram yes. this morning. So we gotta we gotta give that that recognition yeah. to Jamie. Yay. But I'll I'll tell y'all without that pay transparency, I mean that's where we get into equity issues down the line compression issues on comp, right? I mean there's a lot of issues that come from the lack of pay transparency that unfortunately are hurting diverse populations in your workforce. You know what I mean? So the more you can be open, the the better. One thing I'd like to add is that I feel like this mentality, just, you know, something that's popping in my mind as, as we talk, I feel like this mentality of, of shaming folks for being open to work is kind of like, um, 
a traditionalist mentality. It's an old school mentality. It's a pre-COVID mentality when perhaps things were more stable in the workplace. Uh, now it's like kind of anything goes, right? I mean, we're seeing just so much flux across all sorts of industries and you name it. And, you know, to me, that's like, you know, a mentality from 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what I mean? As opposed to people doing self-promotion and, you know, a thoughtful way and, and uh, selling themselves. There's nothing wrong with that because if you can't dream it for yourself, no one's going to deliver it to you, you know? So yeah, I think yeah. that's a, I don't think that that is the, you know, the most shameful thing on LinkedIn. That's for damn sure. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> let's, let's be honest. The you made know? up stories are, are by far the cringiest and, and shameful. It is. I mean, there are some things you look at and you're like, oh, did ChatGPT at least say ChatGPT wrote that for you, please? Oh, I know. Cringe, <laughs> cringe. Oh, cringe. Oh. The made up stories about like their their child, like today my son listened to me speak in a meeting and then he came to me and he said, I want to circle back. <laughs> Like, no, he didn't. Oh, my gosh. And then we <laughs> cried together. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Little Chucky did not say <laughs> yeah, that. No, they didn't. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Awesome. Oh. Well, I hope this was uh, thought provoking. I'm glad we could huddle up. It was an emergency. It was an emergency. It was an emergency. I'm glad we're all meeting. in alignment. Uh, we're all in alignment, you know, we'll, you know, there's some things we can circle back to all of those, all those fun things. But, uh, you know, we do want to add that we are so thankful for this community of HR besties and work besties, uh, especially here, you know, with Thanksgiving coming up. And so grateful for you all. Welcome any and all reviews, uh, you know, uh, shares, likes, follows, all of that. That certainly helps us promote this podcast. Podcast and keep it going. Uh, we would love to, you know, join you uh, in your workplace uh, if you'd like to invite us or future conferences, right? So you are always welcome to reach out because we'd love to roadshow this thing and meet you all in person. But again, gobble, gobble. How lame and cringy was that? I'm going to put a LinkedIn post on it. <laughs> I did that. I have so when I worked when I worked in corporate sales 20 years ago and I I cold called I cold called chief financial officers which is a story for another day but <laughs> the number one email we would send people send these stupid things the number one email people would send is the subject line was gobble gobble and pe- the open rates for that were crazy so these all my sales people listen to this the H, you know that are not in the HR space send that out or HR yeah, people so, if so you have open enrollment gobble. people won't won't open your shit about open enrollment They'll wait till till it's done, and then and then come begging. Right, that's the name of the episode. And and people will come, and that will be the the open rate. Well, Um, don't be surprised when this episode's called "Stand Up Meeting Gobble Gobble." Gobble gobble. Gobble. people. People will open and listen. But I will say, I have a, I have a. A quick, quick comment, Lee, if we're permitted. Oh, in this. yes. I'm um, so sorry. Questions or comments to close us out? Mine, I will say, is as Thanksgiving approaches in the U.S., two things to be mindful of. One is your colleagues. If you have them not in the U.S., they can feel very U.S.-centric. And they're like, everyone's off. And they're like, no, I'm not. I'm working. So one thing that can be helpful is to talk to your global colleagues and understand some of their local traditions. Like, what's Boxing Day in the U.K.? To expand some of that knowledge and make people feel it's not Mike Tyson Day. Um, but have some of your global colleagues talk about their like local country tradition. So it's not so U.S. centric. But the two is if you are in the U.S. and there's some time off, a half day on Wednesday, off Friday, whatever it is, make sure people know. Because the best time to tell people what the expectations are around the holidays was in your 2023 holiday calendar. The second best time is immediately after you listen to this podcast. 
Awesome. Well, I already gave my comments, uh, you know, on gratitude, right, of our listeners. We're so appreciative uh, and also slutting myself uh, to attend a conference. Uh, But Jamie, I think, don't you have some exciting news? Uh, Not a question, but a comment on a potential day, a special day uh, that (laughs) is now recognized in the United States and hopefully globally. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, as you guys know, we launched on October 18th, and we said that that was National Work Besties Day. Well, I applied, and that day has been approved. <laughs> and so here moving forward, October 18th will be known as National Work Besties oh Day. Oh, my gosh. I How mean, exciting is that? A holiday. HR loves a good holiday. We're going to have a theme. I know. We do. A pinata. We're going to have a lot of things. A, a lot of things. I love like, nothing like a stick in the workplace. That's amazing. Jamie, The we love the intuition. But yes, I agree with Lee. You know, if we if you think we're fun in your ears, imagine if we're in front of you and all getting together. So we'd love to be yeah. uh, coming in person to some of these events. We have some some coming on tap for 2024. So we're very excited. Excited. Roadshow. But yes, we we should do something to celebrate National Work Besties Day next October 18th. I'm just ideating. Uh, but how fun would that should yes, be? Yes, for oh sure. Oh, my God. It's cringy corporate speak right there. I know. Kudos. Uh, I, I can't help myself. Oh, my God. 20 <laughs> years in corporate. God help me. Uh, but, Jamie, kudos to you. We have a holiday. Can you freaking believe it? Like, we literally have a holiday. So now I'm, I'm going to petition all employers uh, to give us that day off. <laughs> Please. Yeah. Well, and, and and speaking of holiday, if you so listen, if you're not on our email list, go to HR Besties and you can get on our, yeah. our weekly email because this is an email you'll actually enjoy to receive. But you will get information about our upcoming uh, video holiday party event um, that you can join where we'll be giving some of uh HR Besties' favorite yes. things. So, ooh, a teaser. I know. I love that teaser. Well, I appreciate y'all and your questions or comments, and we appreciate all of you all. Again, if you are in the U.S., happy Thanksgiving, and uh, thank you so much for joining. Bye. Gobble, gobble. <laughs> <laughs> gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble.